What's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Ryan Clary, and you are tuned in to the Locked On Nationals podcast. So today I was going to continue our season breakdown of the 2022 Nats and breakdown catcher Kiber Ruiz. And side note, I think he's got an incredibly bright future ahead of him. But Scott Abraham of 7 News DC caught Ted Leonces today on the Capitals red carpet. And if you don't know, Ted Leonces has been rumored to be in the mix to buy the Washington Nationals. And he discussed that today, and I will have that for you right after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And so like I was saying, I was going to continue my season breakdown of, and I was going to take up this full episode for Key Bear Ruiz and the bright future that he has ahead of him. And unfortunately, his season got cut short uh, from a testicle injury. That's something that it's, it's the worst nightmare for a catcher. Worst possible scenario besides taking a bat to the head. And yeah, I feel for Key Bear Ruiz, but honestly, I came across this note right before I was about to record that Scott Abraham of 7 News DC caught up with Ted Leonces today. And obviously, you guys are big time Nats fans. You've been keeping up with the organization and everything that it has to offer for us. And so, you know that the learners are going to be selling, most likely, that's at least what we're hearing right now, that or that's at least what we've heard in the past, that the learners will most likely be selling the team, but they still haven't closed the door on keeping it or as well as partnering up with someone else. And Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Washington Nationals, the Washington Capitals, and now owner of NBC Sports Washington, which will now, I think, be called Monumental Sports Entertainment, which is another group that he owns. And Ted Leonsis has thrown his hat in the mix, as reported by the Washington Post, as well as some other places that report stuff. I wish I had more professionalism there, but that's all I can tell you at this point. And Scott Abraham, he caught up with Ted Leonsis today on the red carpet for your Washington Capitals. And he shot his shot, and he asked about his interest in buying the Nationals. And here's what he had to say. I have to ask you, according to multiple reports, that you are interested in purchasing the Washington Nationals. Where are you in that process? Um, You know, I'm not allowed to talk about the process, but I love the city. I love the community. I love all of the teams. And, uh, you know, we're blessed right now to start Mm. the NHL season. The, The NBA starts in about eight days, so we're not too far behind. And then we'll focus on other things that you're bringing into our platform. Quick follow-up. Are those reports inaccurate or is, are, there, are, are those reports accurate? I'm really not allowed to comment on that. And so that was it. That was it. And something that really stuck out to me was that obviously he can't talk about the ongoing process. He can't talk about the offer that he's making or that if he's even talking about this, he just can't. But you know what he can do? He can deny this and be like, nah, I don't have my name in the mix. 
or not nah, like I, I'm I haven't shown any interest. It's just reports. But no, he did the I can't talk about this. Guys, I can't talk about this. Why are you asking me about it? You know, I can't talk about it. How, how would we know you can't talk about it if your name's not in the mix? I don't know. And then also, if you kind of keep track around D.C., and we all know about the Masson debacle with everyone who's frustrated with that and what they do and the, how much money we lose from the Orioles and how that deal was cut short for the Nationals, and that's a big problem today and where we stand right now with not being able to spend money, with all the fran- fans being frustrated with not spending money. TV deals hold that back. The Dodgers make bajillions on their TV deal. The Nationals make squat compared to them. We're in like the 20s. For a major market, we should easily be in the top seven for TV revenue. But no, we're in the 20s. We make close to nothing compared to what Philly makes, compared to what New York makes, L.A. Name all the major cities on the East Coast and as well as the West Coast. We should be right there with them in that top eight group. But we're not. We're down to the bottom. And that's unacceptable for a major market. And I can't believe, looking back at this, how did the MLB ever cut this deal to begin with? Because it's such a big deal with baseball. Because TV revenue for 162 games a year? Do you know how? I have no idea how much that makes. But I can tell you this. It's a lot of money. And it's millions. Millions. I don't know the exact dollar amount. But the Nationals are losing out on millions from their TV deal. And so Ted Leonsis, when he took over NBCSW, NBC Sports Washington, for those who aren't familiar with that, that was a domino into him potentially buying the Nationals. And I believe that because he owns that network now. And maybe some people would be like, well, he he just wants to have full control for Capitals and Wizards games because he also owns that. But think about it. He's owned the Capitals and the Wizards forever. Forever. Why, why do this now? What's the big deal with that? You already have your revenue. You already own a majority of it. And now you just bought out the rest of it. And also, a little nugget to be known, Monumental Sports Entertainment, you know who's a minority owner in that? The Lerner family, who own the Nationals as we speak. And maybe for the next couple of weeks or a couple of months. The Learners already work with the Leonsis family in this. They work with each other. I mean, they're both billionaires. They got the money. The Leonsis family has the money. And honestly, you think about it, and after hearing that, after hearing that cut from Scott Abraham with 7 News DC, I can't credit him enough for having the, the balls, honestly, just to ask that question. That takes a lot of guts. He's at a Capitals red carpet. And he's just going to ask and shoot a question about the Nationals ownership situation. Ted Leonsis could have downplayed it and been like, no, we're not interested. And if he was, he would have said that and he would have been true to his word. But him saying, I can't talk about it. That's just screaming. Yes, we are very interested in buying the Washington Nationals. That's what I got from that. And I, I had all this set up for a Key Bear Ruiz episode, but I can't get my mind off this because the ownership situation is really holding back this team even more than what it was a few years ago. The learners have just kind of hit a brick wall and they haven't really been spending their money in the way that we thought they would. And that's just not the case anymore. 
for who knows what. Obviously, the pandemic, they're real estate kings. If you look down in the Navy Yard right near National Spark, you'll see learner signs everywhere. They own a ton of buildings. They created Tyson's Corners Mall, which is one of the biggest balls or malls in the USA. They're the real estate kings in this market. And what has sucked since the pandemic? The real estate market. I'm not going to get into my business ventures. I'm not, I don't know enough about it, but I do know because my mom is a real estate agent. She talks about it, that the real estate market right now is in an awful place. And it has been for a couple years now since the pandemic. And so obviously that's hurting their pockets. And then in 2020, after a championship season where you're going to have sold out crowds for the first couple months of the season, just to get a chance to see the defending World Series champions. 2020 came, pandemic, season cut to 60 games. Zero fans in the stands at D.C. and Washington Nationals. No fans whatsoever. All that money, all that lost revenue of people buying Nationals gear from the team store, which is so incredibly overpriced. Buying all the stupid souvenirs that they give out. Like here, I have one sitting right here next to me as I record. Buying Victor Robles, Victor Robles, World Series bobbleheads, giving those out, selling them in your team store. They lost a hunt on this. They lost on selling this World Series logo that we see right now. They missed out on all that revenue for that one year. And yes, you could still buy it online, but you're telling me that, of course, it would there would be more sales if you saw someone who was walking into the entrance like I do it. When, when I'm coming into a game at Nationals Park, Earlier this year, I forgot a jacket and it was cold. Guess what? I walked my big butt into the team store and I bought a new jacket. It's simple as that, where people just go in there and buy things. And especially if you have World Series champion on it, it doesn't matter what jersey you're buying. You're buying that patch. That's what you're doing. And so we missed out on that. The learners missed out on that. And think about all the money and the revenue that they lost from that. And then in 2021, the beginning of the season where you couldn't have full full capacities in the stadium. I think it was only 20% for the first like month. And then it went up to like 50 and then like 70. And then it finally went to 100% to where we finally had people back in ballparks. But by the time that happened, they traded Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. And the team was terrible. And our main acquisition of the offseason, Josh Bell, he wasn't doing well either that year. So there wasn't too much to buy with the Nationals besides the fact that reality hit in for this team that we're a rebuilding ball club now, and that's just where we are. We're not – it doesn't really feel like we're World Series champions from two years ago because we stunk. We stunk on ice. The team was bad. No one wanted to buy into them. No one wanted to buy the souvenirs anymore. All that was kind of gone. The COVID pandemic kind of just washed that away for us, which is unfortunate. It's unfortunate for the fans mostly, but then also from a team perspective, the learners lost an incredible amount of money from it. And so that's why we sit here today with their interest in selling the Nationals. And I can't keep my eyes off what Ted Leones has said. And I'm going to get into what really stuck out to me, but before I want to share you some of my friends over from Roan. So I'm in Washington, D.C. I have to wear a dress shirt every now and then to come into work and look nice and professional. 
And so when I do, I can tell you this, I use Roan. And Roan, the dress shirt was due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man, and here's why. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way from your commute to your work to your 18 holes of golf. It's time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle. With Roan's wrinkle-free, wrinkle-release technology, wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's that easy. With Gold Fusion anti-odor technology, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable. So you can ditch the dry cleaners altogether. Something that my favorite thing with Roan is I like a little looser, more comfortable shirt to where it's not hanging out too much. It's just the perfect size where it fits me perfect and it'll fit you perfect as well. The commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash locked on and use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort. And back to what we were initially talking about with our guy, Ted Leonces potentially buying your Washington nationals. This is a major development guys. And I can confirm this people who I've talked to who have ties within the organization. They have confirmed that Ted Leonces is interested in potentially buying the Washington nationals. The interest is confirmed. I'm not the only one to go on the record and say it. Plenty of people have, and you can do the – I know Barry's Faluga has reported on it that this was back a few months ago, I believe, at this point. And also, the timing of this with Scott Abraham from 7 News DC, the timing of this is I remember from an article back with Barry's Faluga, who covers the sports for the Washington Post on a national level, really. But he, he really homes in on D.C. and he does an awesome job covering the team. I'm sure I'll have him on at some point to discuss this whenever the time is here. But he went on and say that you could he didn't guarantee this. But what I remember is that he did say that around late October, early November, we should hear some news on this to where maybe we know of a front runner of this. Maybe we know a name that will buy this. And so the timing of all this is all interesting that Ted Leonsis just two weeks ago buys NBCSW, which is a domino into buying the Washington Nationals because this will make for an easier transition to have games on their network. They have two channels just like Masson does. They have NBCSW and then they have another one. It's NBCSW, but I'm sure they'll come up with a different name for it at some point. So, I mean, that's just where we are right now. And it's kind of exciting because I think something that with Ted Leonsis, if you watch the Capitals and if you watch the Wizards, Ted doesn't have problems spending money on players to get them to come here. He loves D.C. He said that in his cut. He loves the area. He does amazing work in the community. And somewhere in a place to where we don't really have owners out in public in kind of pushing their brand like we have Dan Snyder with the commanders I don't need to say anything about that you probably know at this point he's terrible uh 
The Lerner family, they've done great things for the community, but they haven't really been out front. They don't really put their faces out there too much. They love to put their name on buildings, and that's really pretty much it, as well as community work. I'm not going to take away from that. They've done awesome things with the Nationals, and the Nationals Youth Foundation in particular has done amazing things for this community. So hat tip to them. But Ted Leonsis, I will say, he's kind of he kind of reminds me, like obviously he's a billionaire, but like the more I think about this, it's I kind of like it. I kind of like to have a public figure who's going to be out there shaking your hand as you walk into the Nationals Park. Or like, for example, when I was at Capital One Arena for a Capitals game last year, I'm pulling out of the garage right there on M Street or not on M Street, whatever street it is on Capital One Arena. And guess what? Who I see walking to his car just like a normal person. No security, no nothing after a Capitals game. Ted Leonsis, the owner of the team, just walking to his car, interacting with people. He's just like us. And that's something that I love to see. I want to see someone who's human-like. You know, he's got all this money. He's so successful in so many different ventures. But he can also just have be a normal person. He doesn't have to have security around him. He can. He's not afraid to talk to people. And that's exciting. That's just exciting to think about. And also something really in particular that is exciting. Now I'm a I'm big on tank. I think tanking works. But Ted Leonsis will has no problem in spending the money to keep his team somewhat competitive. The Washington Wizards haven't really done that. But the Capitals over the last 15 years? You kidding me? You're telling me they're not competitive? He's the one forking over the checks for it. He's done a great job with that. Obviously, it helps when you have Alex Ovechkin. Nicholas Backstrom, name him. But still, you got to force over the money eventually, and he has no problem paying his superstars whatever they want. And guess what? What has your complaint been, and my complaint as well, about the Lerner family? They haven't signed the superstars. They haven't been able to sign Juan Soto to an extension. They traded him. They traded Trey Turner. They traded Max Scherzer. They signed Steven Strasburg on yesterday's show. If you missed that, I had some thoughts on that. But I don't know. I think about it, and honestly, I was coming into this when I first heard that Ted Leonsis could potentially buy this team. I wasn't thrilled just because of the history of the Wizards, and I'm a big Wizards fan, more, more of a Wizards fan than a Capitals fan, admittedly. But I don't know. I'm starting to like it. I'm starting to convince myself. I was giving you guys positive reasons as to why you should be thrilled with this. Or not thrilled, but as why you shouldn't be upset with it. And But honestly, I wasn't, you know, Ted Leonsis isn't on the top of my list. The top of my list is who has the highest net worth. And I don't know Ted Leonsis' net worth, but I know Michael Kim from South Korea He's, I think he's like the godfather of private equity. That's what they named him over there. He's worth like $8 billion. I would love him just because when it comes to that, you want in baseball, there's no salary cap. So you kind of want someone with the most money in the way that the Mets have with Steve Cohen. And all they do is just spend money. But that doesn't answer all the problems. It doesn't. Look at the Mets. They got bounced in a three-game three series against the San Diego Padres to another team that's done well spending money and just developing players to come up and fill those holes. But the main takeaway from that whole thing 
was that he didn't deny that there was a process. Maybe I'm hot taking this, but you heard it yourself. Go back and rewind. It was first few minutes of the show. Ted Leonsis acknowledged, like he didn't acknowledge anything, but the one thing he did acknowledge was that I can't discuss the process, quote unquote. I can't discuss the process. So, Ted, you're saying there's a process. Hmm. You just bought NBC Sports Washington two weeks ago, right? You bought the entire thing. Now you own the entire thing. And we sit here now. And what's next? What's next, Ted? Because the way that you just talked about that, I, I, I'm i thinking Ted's going to buy the team at this point. The fact that he just acknowledged that there was a process and that he's in, I mean, he didn't say it, but him acknowledging that there's a process to this is him saying that I'm in the running for it. Take that for what you want, but that's what I got from it. And I think that's what you guys will get from that as well, that he is very much so interested in buying the Washington Nationals. And wow. But also, let me take a step back and say this, that when you look at this, or when you look at it from afar, the learners still haven't closed the door on partnering with someone and bringing in an extra partner to, you know, help with cash flow, help with owning the team, whatever goes into that, getting some more money involved, maybe helping them sell a stadium sponsor and get rid of Nationals Park and change it into whatever sponsor field. Do that. Help them with a TV deal. Get out of the Masson contract. This is something the Lerner family have been, they've been dying to get out of this contract forever. It was terrible from day one. Whoever signed off on that deal should be in jail. That's hyperbole, but seriously, jail. And when you look at it with Ted Leonsis owning 100% of NBC Sports Washington now, doesn't that seem like a pretty easy flip-flop there to where they're going to go into some major legal battle with the Angelos families from the Orioles who own the team and own Masson? Are they going to do that and just fight to the end to get Masson over to NBCSW? Maybe. Who knows? It's kind of looking at like that way at this point. And the fact that, you know, like I've said, people have gone on record and talk Nats on Twitter. You can follow him on at talk Nats. He went on record a few weeks ago saying that if they can resolve the mass and contract situation and get rid of that, that Ted Leonsis will be buying the, the nationals. I can get that exact tweet for you up here any second, but he's acknowledging that too. He's someone who's broken news before and he will continue to break news. That's what he does. Or he, I don't know who runs that account, but I, I've watched what they do. I have the tweet right here. This is from September 30th. He goes, breaking. Source tells us the Leonsis group is the most likely to buy the Nats if the Rubik's Cube known as the Masson debacle can get solved. 
Now we have Ted Leonsis acknowledging that there's a process. Ted Leonsis bought NBC Sports Washington two weeks ago as well. There's dominoes falling in this. And if you think about it, a lot of news hasn't really been coming out as of recent with this Nationals thing and the ownership situation with the learners that it really makes me think that we're on the verge of something that could be coming out soon, any day even, any second. And that's exciting because, honestly, it's kind of tough to make a rough draft for this offseason for the Nationals without knowing who's going to be the owners. You have the winter meetings coming up in December to where hopefully at that point we'll know who the owner is and they'll have voted him by now, him or her, whoever buys the team. And we'll be able to know who's going to be the one forking over the money to buy the next superstar on this team or who's going to be getting the next extension. Because I can tell you this, as I'm not the highest on Ted Leonsis, the one thing I can give him and say that he's done amazingly is that he keeps superstars in this organization. And that's something to wear hat tip to Ted Leonsis. Because as Nationals fans, if we kept our superstars, if we kept them happy, and that's another thing. Superstars are happy here. Bradley Beal for the Wizards somehow wants to be here. He can go make the same amount of money elsewhere and go win a championship. But he chooses to stay here with Ted Leonsis. Alex Ovechkin chooses to stay here. Nicholas Backstrom, Tom Wilson, name all the stars. They stay here in D.C. They like it here. Ted treats them well. And that's important. To have an owner, it, it's kind of the thing. Like, if you have a bad relationship with the owner, then that the writing's on the wall for you. You're not going to last here too long because that's the decision maker at the end of the day. But when you're tight with Ted Leonsis and whoever's the owner, which the way that Ted has been over the years, that's something to watch. And it's interesting because I sit here today and I, I was kind of holding out hope for – the South Korean billionaire, Michael Kim, come in, swoop us up out of nowhere and just start throwing money everywhere like we're the New York Mets, the L.A. Dodgers, the New York Yankees, those teams. But as I sit here today and as we record this podcast, I kind of like the thought of Ted Leonsis buying this team and carrying us over into the next generation of Nationals greats. Just thinking about it and what he can do for this team and the power that he has in this area and and just everything that he's done for D.C. and D.C. sports specifically, it's something that gets me giddy just to talk about. And I'm sure as listeners, you should be too. A lot of people in this area are familiar with Leonsis and everything that he's done. And so it's kind of nice to have that familiar face to where who knows? Maybe maybe something happens to where Ted will make the move from the Nationals, and that'll be the end of it. Maybe they partner with the Learners, because like I mentioned earlier, the Learners are a minority owner in Monumental Sports Entertainment, which is ultimately owned by Ted Leonsis and his son, Zach Leonsis. It's exciting. It's just exciting to think about because if we can get this TV deal fixed and get a sponsor on this Nats Park Stadium down there and call it whatever it is, 
That's big. That's money. That's money into the pockets. They need some help with it. I think Ted Leonsis would do a phenomenal job with that. And it's something to watch out over the next few weeks because there's been a lot of whispers lately. And quite frankly, it's just exciting as a fan because I kind of want this over with. It's been all season long about will the learner sell, will they partner, or will they keep the team and just not do anything. But at this point, it really seems like they're at least going to be getting a partner in there with them. If not a partner, they will ultimately just sell the team. That's what it feels like at this point. Thanks for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. Now make your second listen the Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team in the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. So like I said earlier, guys, I plan on having a Key Bear Ruiz breakdown. I had all the stats, all the numbers, because Key Bear Ruiz is my guy. I was talking with Jeff Carr, our uh, our boss here over at the Locked On MLB channel, and he loves Key Bear Ruiz as well. We just kind of had like a couple-minute conversation about that over text a few days ago, and we were just marking out over Key Bear Ruiz. I will get that to you guys eventually, but I had to record this today because I think this was something and not nothing that Ted Leonsis has publicly said that there's a process. What do you mean by that, Ted? What do you mean? As in my mind, that smelled a lot like Ted Leonsis is being interested in buying the Washington Nationals. And this saga could be over, and we could even have no more Masson, and we'll be on NBC Sports Washington. chef's kiss amazing music to my ears as it is to yours thank you guys for tuning in today and i will continue the player breakdowns as we go on this year today was a fun show i love talking about this ownership situation and i hope we come to a resolution soon thank you guys for tuning in have a good day you'll hear from me tomorrow